<laughs> yeah, well, if you put it there, that's what you're gonna. It's gonna smell like that. Hey guys, Adam Ray here. Welcome back to the podcast about last night. Is the name of it? If you haven't heard of it, welcome to the show. Click subscribe right there. Join the pod. Join the fun. Every Monday we drop new episodes. Adam Ray Comedy on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter threads. AdamRayComedy.com for all the tour dates. Where are we going? Oh, you know, baby. Well, first of all, I mean, thank you so much, everybody that came out Seattle popped in on the this is important podcast in seattle with the workaholics guys what a fucking treat what a fucking blast i'm sure that'll be out soon and while you're uh, thinking of workaholics go check out the dr phil live on my youtube channel right here with adam divine and andres home it's so fucking funny it's a blast it's hilarious it's wild and uh you got to check it out for free the next dr phil live is november 21st with andrew santino and bobby lee tickets at the comedystore.com hope to see you there i'll be on the road november 16th through the 19th with sal volcano uh, in Appleton, Wisconsin, Duluth, Minnesota, and a few other spots as he builds up to his special taping, which is December 1st and 2nd in Chicago. I'll be with him there. Come see those shows. All those tickets at SalVolcanoComedy.com. I'll be at the DC Improv December 7th through the 9th. Come out and see your boy. Tickets at AdamRayComedy.com and Mike Drop Comedy Club in San Diego December 15th and 16th. AdamRayComedy.com for tickets. AdamRayComedy.com for merch, videos, all the extra bullshit. Uh, today's episode is solo. We're talking everything from fucking my Seattle excursion with Burt Kreischer, my special, uh, 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 pilots trying to fucking hijack planes, uh, airplane etiquette, fucking, uh, what else? Toys R Us. We hit it all. And it's a solo ep, and I hope you enjoy it. So be good to yourself. Enjoy the hell out of this episode. We'll see you next Monday. And, uh, and come out and see, uh, see a live show. I'm in LA this week. And then, uh, like I said, off with Sal and then to D.C. and San Diego. Uh, a lot of exciting stuff coming soon, so stay tuned. Okay, bye, guys. Enjoy the show. Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. Welcome back to the show, guys. We're starting it off with a Vosa Vodka Water Raspberry Lime. Are they sponsored here on the podcast? Uh, no, but um, sometimes when you're dealing with cotton mouth, and I haven't been smoking. Did I take an edible earlier? Yeah. Has it kicked in? Oh, yeah. Are we flying high? No, no, no. We're cruising. We're Tom cruising along, but we're not doing our own stunts. Um we, uh, we need some help. That's why I got a little topic sheet here. Welcome back to the show. If you haven't uh, subscribed, you know what to do. Boom. Hit it right there. Join the fun. New apps every Monday. I want to get right into something today. High-speed chases. <laughs> Can't get enough. Can't get enough. If you've been in a high-speed chase, let me know about it. Hit me up in the DMs. Let me know how fast you were going. And when you ran out of gas, because it's inevitable, you will run out of gas. Anyone who engages in a high-speed chase forgets about a couple things. Where the fuck am I going to go? What if I run out of gas? I'm not a very good driver. (laughs) You're probably fucked up. If you have the thought, I can beat the cops, that's not a sober thought. 
Um, unless you're playing Grand Theft Auto, which even then you can't beat the cop. You can, I think you can kill the cops in Grand Theft Auto. You can kill a whores, cops, people. Oh my! I think you can kill them all in, in GTA. GTA. Which, by the way, I played Quick Tangent. I think there's a, a Grand Theft Auto or a, a, a version of that for like the Wild Wild West, not the Will Smith uh, movie, but um, the game. And it's like that with like horses and bad guys, and which is, sounds not as fun, but maybe a, a more gorgeous landscape. Although GTA, you know, the way they even do a freeway with video game graphics is uh, gets you halfway there in the in the boner department. So look, if you're driving on the freeway, you're fucked up. You, you're not a good driver. I'm on the Peli today, a short for Peloton, and I'm cycling. You know, uh, I'm not a big fan of the Peloton bike. Now, that's not saying that if they sent me a new one, I wouldn't take it. I just, I was an elliptical guy forever, and this is where everyone probably tunes out. But I remember I used to do the stair stepper, and then a girl in my improv class goes, uh, you do the stair stepper? That's gay. And I was like, well, I'm not on it like, oh, yeah. Um, but uh, but so I stopped doing the stair stepper and then went to the elliptical. It was better on my knees. I cycle. Anyway, I'm cycling. We'll edit this all out. I'm cycling and I'm watching the Jennifer Hudson show. Now, here might be my first thing where you guys go, why? Welcome back to no shit. Why were you watching it? Well, I was sportsed out. I went from first take to Pat McAfee show and I was like, let's mix it up. I also think I have ADD with the remote. I don't really watch the Jennifer Hudson show. Haven't actually ever watched it. Watched it one time with my boy Henry Winkler. Shout out. Henry Winkler's done the About Last Night podcast. Fucking click right there if you want to go see it. Or at least there's a picture of it. We'll put something there. Um, and uh, and Jay Hudson wasn't on the show when I clicked on it. It was a high-speed chase. And it just started. They literally had just cut to it. I flipped on and they go, we're going to go to the scene right now. Jerry's up in the helicopter. The guy who was in the helicopter was not ready. So she was like, Jerry, what's going on? He was like... <laughs> Oh, I don't, know. I don't know, man. I just got here, and uh, he's right down there in that car. And it wasn't a car. It was a truck. So he's like, I mean truck. And then the camera was like, yink. And then they followed the right guy, and he's taken off. I mean, Fast and Furious 789. This guy's flying, and they have the speedometer on the screen. It says he's going like 112. I'm like, there's no way this guy's surviving. He sideswiped a couple people. The guy on air is always fun in these situations because he's narrating. And there's not a lot of action. He's like... He's driving right now super fast. He's going 112, 150. Now it's down to 108. It's 109, but but he's driving on the freeway. And the freeway, as you know, 55 to 60 is the max. This guy's driving. We don't know where he's going. We don't know where he's headed. You know, he's like Gene Wilder and Willy Wonka. You don't know where we're going, but we're driving fucking fat German kid in the Chocolate River. You know, and then the guy takes a, now he's turning left. And he's going into a, a Ralph's parking lot. And we don't know if he's going into shop, but he's, oh, he just hit that guy. And he's, oh, he hit another guy. And oh, he's out of the truck. And he's getting tackled. And the cop looks like the cop is grabbing his ass. The cop gave him a credit card. He swiped his hand through the, through the guy's asshole. And you're just like. Man, this was the most exhilarating five minutes in television history. It's why the OJ one was so incredible. I remember that. I remember our eighth grade teacher, Mrs. Schramm, flipped on the OJ. She's like, guys, I could teach about the uh, quadratic formula, but wouldn't you rather watch that? And we were like, yes, we would. What happened? And then cut to John Travolta's playing Johnny Cochran. Or no, John, John Travolta's playing. Who's the white lawyer? Shapiro. Something Shapiro. Henry Shapiro? 
Johnny Cochran was played by another great actor. Remember when John Travolta did Adele Dazeem? There's certain things I forget about, and when I remember them, I go, I'm so glad I remembered that. Because there's a lot of shit in life that you just forget. Memories, birthdays, weddings, circumstances. There's so many things that just happen in your life, and you go, it's why it's good to have friends in general to remind you of the shit that you've done. I mean, my mom, I'll remind her of stuff. She's got a pretty sharp memory at 74, and she's she's pretty savvy with the, uh, you know, the memory uh, um, access. But uh, sometimes you got to go deep through your hard drive and swipe away to be like, oh, I forgot that I went to Charlotte. <laughs> um, but uh, that being said. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about today. That high-speed chase was uh, exhilarate, exhilarating and and um, and just something that I... I don't want to be in one myself, but I... I don't want to go to jail, but I'm curious what it's like for a night. Fair enough? That being said, I've probably done some stuff worthy of being in jail. I mean, I stole from Albertsons a lot when I worked there. A lot of beer, a lot of bread, a lot of deodorant. They finally caught me. I think I've talked about this before. Two weeks before I moved to L.A., my boss, Dan Boyle, caught me. And uh, and I was fired. And I was like, oh, you don't even know what else I took. But um, Seattle is, uh, is my home. It has my heart. And boy, did I have the ultimate Seattle day and night last Friday. I want to give a quick shout-out to Burt Kreischer, the machine. Legend. The guy's a rock star on stage, and the guy doesn't quit with the fun. The fun factor with Burt Kreischer is high. I'd like to think I'm a pretty optimistic, upbeat, glass half full, looking for the fun, staying in the bit boat guy. Burt Kreischer, upbeat, positive, fun, gives people the moments, takes pictures, content creating. And then on top of that, the show. So Brad Williams and I did Something's Burning, Burt's show that we did years ago. We'll cut to a little clip of it. There's a brand new Something's Burning tip, how to season your griddle. Ooh. Oh, that's unbelievable. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Horrific idea! And um, we just did uh, the new season. And Bert's like, I'm going to be in Seattle. You should come up and do time on the arena show at Climate Pledge. It's like, fuck, I got to be with uh, Sal Volcano in, in Georgia doing shows. And then I had this flash of like, man, doing stand-up in the arena sounds amazing. Bringing my mom and, and some fam and friends out would be awesome and just getting to hang with Bert you know part of this business you get so into it and you see people around but the hang sometimes doesn't extend past the workplace whether it's pod show so I was like man to get to hang uh in Seattle with him and see what that's like also as a fan see what that fucking show and experience is like with Bert Kreischer on tour and Sal I hit him up and I was like would you mind if I didn't make the Friday show took a 5 a.m flight to Savannah Georgia the next day which I did on No Sleep, and then do the show in Savannah Saturday and the show in Athens, Georgia on Sunday, and then fly back to L.A. Sunday night, which is what I did. It was exhausting, and i do it again. YOLO. But Sal, of course, is like, fuck yeah, babe. Do your hometown show. Kick it with the family and friends. I'll see you on Saturday. So uh, I fly into Seattle Thursday night. Saturday morning, Bert's like, we're going to go to the Seahawks practice. You want to go? I'm like, what? First, we go to the Kraken team store at Climate Pledge. Kraken, the hockey team for Seattle, has a... An amazing team store. Seattle crushes the, uh, you know, the the giant collection of merch and memorabilia for each sports team. 
So we walk into the Climate Pledge Arena team store, and they just say, get whatever you want. And we did. And I'm rocking this fucking cracking jacket, dude. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Rocking a cracking jacket. And uh, and it was great. And it was great. And then uh, and I was just a kid in a candy store. It was the closest thing to a Toys R Us shopping spree I think I'll ever experience. Remember those? Can we cut to a quick uh, clip of that real quick? And here she goes, folks. She's headed straight for the music and game aisle. One game, two games, three games. Boy, her friends are going to have fun when they go over to her house. And she's headed for the musical instruments. One. And that's two. Will she get the electric guitar? Yes, she got the electric guitar. Those were unbelievable. And uh, this is the closest thing as an adult, getting free reign to get whatever you want. And no time clock, though. Toys R Us, I think they were always like, look, fatty, you got 60 seconds to grab as many video games, bikes, and snacks as you can. And no kid really made it out with more than two carts. It's too much. There were some quick kids that were like, with video games and fucking toys and you know, that's what you'd go for first, at least in the 90s. And then some kids were just like, bike for mom, bike for dad, bike for sis, bike for grandma, eight bikes for me. 60 seconds wasn't enough time. So looking back, Toys R Us, fuck you, dude. These kids, most all these kids were poor that you picked from. No rich kid was signing up for the shopping spree. It was kids that were like, Toys R Us feels like Mount Kilimanjaro. I'm never going to get there. You know? And then all of a sudden you're in there and you got Jeffrey, the eight-foot fucking giraffe cheering you on also you know a little distracting but so it was great then we go to the seahawk practice we go to the seattle seahawks practice we walk through the we get to the venue and blitz the seahawks mascot comes down who, who i've met before is a really uh who's a great dude and uh great dude it's blitz it's the seahawk but it's there's a guy in there clearly i don't have to tell you that or maybe i do well santa's not real so he comes down Bird takes his shirt off. We have a great moment. Then we go through the facility, and then we uh, I see KJ Wright, who's been on the podcast. Check out that episode. KJ Wright, Seattle Seahawks legend, future Hall of Famer. I see him. We dab it up. We chat. We go out to practice, and we watch the last 10 minutes of practice, and it's unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable. Pete's running around. There's DK Metcalf. There's Tyler Lockett. There's, there's, uh, there's Jake Bobo, our new stud receiver. There's Geno Smith. There's fucking... Uh, Devin um, Witherspoon There's Jamal Adams It's superstar, young D It's just the whole, it's awesome There's John Schneider who's now become a, a, a homie and, uh, and came to the show as well DJ Dallas, new homie, came to the show DJ let us catch kickoffs They have a kickoff machine and a punt machine And there's a video on the Seahawks TikTok and Instagram And myself and Catherine Blanford and Mark Small Shout out and Bert posted on, on ours as well But of us taking kickoffs Make-a-wish type shit. Taking kickoffs. Unbelievable. Then we talked to Pete for about five, six minutes. I posted a video of that on my IG as well. Unbelievable. I mean, Pete Carroll to me is one of those guys that I've just always wanted to meet. I'm just fascinated by him. Went to USC 01 to 05 while Pete was there. National championships galore. What he does for the community. The way he just goes about his day-to-day. To be pumping and... And, and clicking and ticking at 71 the way he is and the knowledge and the experience and the wisdom and the he's just a, an inspiring dude and it's rare to get 
inspired, I think, in life. I think you can be like, get a little, a little boost of a little, you know, wow, that was awesome. But more often than not, I would say people take that, whoa, that was awesome as like, I just take it as that and then it's on to the next thing. Or there's the compare and despair game where you can see something awesome and go, fuck. And it can make you feel bad about what you're doing somehow. Whether it's seeing a great show and going, fuck, I gotta fucking write more. Or I gotta, if you're not in the business and you see a great show and you're like, people sometimes are overly critical. So they'll take something away from that experience that it's just, again, rare to be inspired. The last time I can say I was really inspired watching Heath Ledger in, in fucking The Dark Knight. I know it's happened since then, but it's rare. And that was, you know, probably 10 years ago of just being like blown away and then like, wow, I gotta, I gotta, you know, get back to work and just, I got more to do. And, and it's, but in a good way, I was excited to do it and being inspired is rare. So Pete is that for me and meeting and chatting with him was uh, on another level, man. And he just talked the way that he talks. What you see is what you get. He's like, you guys got a show tonight? We're like, yeah. I was like, you coming? He's like, oh, no, I'm going to go see the Taylor Swift movie. And we all laughed. And then he's like, yeah, I got to make time for Tay-Tay. And then, and then he's like, oh, that's awesome, blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, Pete, I was at SC while you were there. And so you coming up to Seattle, I was like, man, I'm just, you know, Pete's just staying in my life. I love it. And then he, I asked him some questions. Do you guys on the road, do you like being on the road? He said, yeah. And, you know, we're, we're really dialed in. And we're really, just the way we're doing it, we, 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 you know, it's a, we got everything going. We got, we're in the right direction. And we just, now it's just about staying, staying with it. Just staying the course and just doing what we do. And, and you know, just, you know, we, we really like who we are on the road. We just, we like the routine. We like the, you know, the guys, they love it. They, they feed off it. They, they get into it. They, you know, it fires them up. So, um, you know, we're just uh, getting one, one, one thing at a time, one foot in front of the other. Go, go to the bed with the moon, wake up with the sun. You know, just fucking everything sounded like a Tony Braxton lyric coming out of Pete's mouth. And, and it was awesome. And uh, I said, do you guys bond more on the road the way comics do? You got to get out of your bubble. And he's like, oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, we, we love all that stuff. You know, just, just awesome, man. Just awesome. And um, my wife and I are going for our anniversary to the game on Sunday um, in Seattle. And that'll be... Uh, That'll be a real treat. So I guess when this uh, when this comes out, uh, happy anniversary, babe! And the game was great, um, but uh, cool day, cool day, unforgettable. And then the show, and then I uh, go down to Climate Pledge. My mom meets me down there. My brother-in-law Durte and my sister Natalie come down, and uh, and we hang at the show, and it's awesome, man. Dinner catering is incredible. And uh, performing in an arena is insane. I mean, there was 15 to 20,000. And Bird's show is bonkers, dude. There's a whole video pre-show. The fans are going nuts. There's a whole cam of putting people on screen that take their shirt off. So you got all these big dudes just doing belly rolls and stuff. And the music's playing. And it's getting people fired up, you know. And uh, and then we all had good good times on stage. Catherine ripped. Mark Smalls ripped. Uh, Catherine Blanford, that is. Follow them beast uh they let me go up right before Bert and then um and Bert just fucking annihilated for 90 minutes just keeps on coming up with stories and he's just so likable and he's just a, a real pro and he owns the stage man just owns it it makes sense dude everything else he's doing it's just like wow do people just want to fuck with him it's just it, he's built a brand that people just want to be they want to be around him and he he makes you feel good so that's a, a it's it's really awesome and inspiring i'll say to see and definitely you know to to get to that level and he shares it with everyone and that's the best part man what are you doing if you can't share it with everyone he just wants to have a good time and, and as my father-in-law says just you know make memories so show was incredible stayed late 
you know, uh, John Schneider, CX GM came, DJ Dallas kicked it. Uh, John and I had some cocktails with his homies for a little bit and, and uh, closed it down. And I basically went to the hotel at like 2.30, nap for about 45, then got on the plane and went to Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. Took me two flights to get there, but I made it. And I took a brief little nap, worked out, threw up from a burrito I had earlier in the day, and then here we go. Showtime. Savannah, Georgia, I'll say this. I think it was the Johnny Mercer Theater. It's okay. It's just okay. The city, very cool. Smoked some weed after, walked the streets. Very fun. The crowd was just okay. The people that worked at the theater were awesome. There is a picture that I posted on my Instagram of Sal and uh, Chris Johnson, the opener, and uh, and Albert, our friend Albert, who shot the shows in I Love Hot Dads sh- shirts that Sal bought at some uh, knickknack store before the show. That was fun. We all wore those on stage without saying anything, which was kind of funny. But yeah, the crowd was just not bad. They were great, but but sometimes you get a, a, a group of, of strangers together for a show that just, ha <laughs> ha, and then just, that's it. They're just not vocally bringing it and expressing themselves so that you feel good about yourself. You want to leave the stage with more confidence than you entered. And Savannah didn't want us to do that. Athens, similar story, but fun. But fun. Um, I usually do shows in Atlanta, so it was it was nice to pop out of the, uh, uh, pop around the city, uh, the state, I'm sorry, a little bit more. And uh, gorgeous. Hey guys, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. And this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I got a question for you. Do you feel like your brain, yeah, your brain, the thing in your head that makes you think, talk, breathe, come, fart, and fall asleep during a bad story, that it's getting in its own way? I know I do. Being a comedian on the road, sometimes I'm just not getting the proper rest or my brain is taking a vacay and I'm trying to get back on track. Well, you know what you should do? You know what's good for you, but you just can't do it? Therapy. Therapy. It helps you figure out what's holding you back and I've been fucking with better help because I'm trying to Get to the bottom of what's holding me back, whether uh, I know it or not. And you can work on yourself, too, instead of against yourself. Aww, that's so so cute. If you're thinking of starting therapy, look, give BetterHelp a try. It truly is the way to take a deeper look inside what's going on, which we all should do. You got to get introspective, reflective, all the actives. And it's all online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire so they can get to know who you are and who you could get matched with, who will be a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge if you don't like them, the way they look, smell. Look, make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. And right now you can go to betterhelp.com slash night and get 10% off your first month because shit ain't cheap. So go to betterhelp.com slash night today. Get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash night. Sal and I, uh, I'm doing shows with Sal again November 16th through the 19th, I think in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin and like Duluth, Minnesota. We'll put those dates up right here. Um, so check those out. SalvoConnellComedy.com. I, of course, will be uh, at the DC Improv December 7th through the 9th. And then Mike Drop Comedy Club in San Diego December 15th and 16th. All those tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. And uh, just dropped a new Dr. Phil live show. Oh, yeah. Check out that flyer. November 21st, baby. Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee are the guests for the next Dr. Phil live. But as you're watching this, by the way, there's a new one that dropped. Oh, yeah. Dr. Phil live with Anders Holm and Adam Devine from Workaholics, and the podcast, this is important. On my YouTube page right now, there's a shot of that. Go check it out. It's out for you to watch. And it was fucking so fun. 
Uh, I was on the Workaholics uh, podcast. This is important in Seattle as well. And uh, that's either out or will be out soon. So check that out. Um, and then watch the Dr. Phil Live with Adam and Durs. So fun. So funny. If you guys haven't been to one of these live shows, you got to come check it out. It's just a silly, it's a silly time, top to bottom. And just a fun playground. You know, I love improv and the character work and, and, um, and anything collaborative that's not solo. These solo pods are, are all fine and dandy, but, um, you know, if I didn't have you guys to talk to, if there was no camera here, I guess this would be weird. Um, <laughs> that's, which is why when I see like a homeless guy talking to himself, I'm like, if somebody just set up a camera, there's nothing wrong with this. Ah, you don't. There was a homeless guy one time that yelled in a bush across the street from where I lived. And if I was going to, uh, have some me time, do some masturbating, do some masturbating, and I'd set everything up, you know, some Billy Ocean's Caribbean Queen, some fucking lotion, dim the lights. Sometimes right across the window was a bush where a homeless guy would scream a lot. And one day he was like, you don't even know what time it is. Do you? Do you? And I was like, this could be a monologue from something. We do live in Hollywood. And if someone set up a camera, there's no telling where that, you know, audition tape is headed. But there's no camera most of the time. So it's just crazy, crazy city and you're the mayor. Um, so anyway, Dr. Phil live November 21st. All right. Some things I want to talk about. <sighs> There's an Alaska pilot an Alaska airlines. I fly all the time and I'm privy to the airline drama, whether that's someone getting kicked off a flight, which happened on our flight back from Atlanta on Sunday night, they closed TSA pre and clear and made one gate for people to go through. So the line was insanely long and a lot of people boarded the plane late so people were fired up it was late emotions were running high and somebody got kicked off they didn't fight it they just said like i saw them throw up a bird and they were like kiss my ass and suck my butt and fucking fuck my dick and eat my dick and suck my titty he said something in the i just i heard him say that and then the flight attendant was like this ain't the plane for you you know or i don't know i don't know i might have actually been asleep and dreamt all that but but there was a lot going on and there's always a lot going on. You want these pilots to be calm, cool, and collected. But you don't want them to fucking pull out an engine, which is what some Alaska airline pilot did. Holy shit. He was on a different plane and went into the cockpit and, like, fucking pulled an engine, somehow turned it off, and tried to kill the whole... That plane would have gone down. And it was starting to, I guess. And these pilots were savvy enough to realize what happened and fucking... They subdued the uh, pilot... And then got everything back on track. Great. Now I got to add that to my list of concerns when I'm on a fucking plane. It's not enough that like they might run out of Diet Sprite, but now pilots might fucking sabotage the plane. Cool. Hey. Awesome. Love to think about that stuff. Britney Spears is coming out with a book. And boy, is she not sparing any detail. Brit Brit obviously getting a little famous for the knife video. Love that video. I've watched it 75 times. I love it for a, a variety of reasons. Yeah, she looks a little tired. Also, who gives a fuck, man? She's been living her life. She's been famous since she was 17. Hit me, baby, one more time. They said also. So basically, all these things are coming out where it's like from her memoir. Like little snippets of like Timberlake made her get an abortion. Hit me, baby, one more time was actually Backstreet Boys' song. And she almost let them have it. Or it was... She... She almost let them have it, but it was written for her. Shit like that. We're like, whoa, maybe I should read the whole memoir, but I'm not going to. 
but I maybe I should. So she's just done a lot. So when I see her fucking shaking and baking with knives, you know, I sit on stage. She looks like an IHOP waitress auditioning for the cast of Mortal Kombat. It's true. But I feel for her. A lot going on. Family deceiving. Sister cray-cray. Dad even crazier. So I give Britt benefit of the doubt. She doesn't hurt anybody. She's given more than she's taken, for sure. And um, But uh, a lot of things being posted about her. Do I read the book? I don't know. I haven't read a book in a hot minute. Audio book. I'd maybe, I'd maybe listen to her talk about the experiences. But also, Timberlake. Man, I wonder how many abortions that guy's made people get. You know, what if just a slew of girls came out? That'd be bad. That'd be bad. Some John Stamos came out and said that a girl that he was dating, Tony Danza, fucked. I don't know if that's news. So basically, Stamos had a girl... And then Danza somehow just, hey, you want to go to a, ta- a taping a taxi? And she was like, yeah, I'm actually, I'm hanging out with my friend John. He's um, he's an actor. He'll be famous. He'll be famous one day on a show where he's like an uncle to like some kids. Yeah, well, I'm right now. I'm on a. I play a a maid on a show. I'm like, but I'm a boxer too. And I got a shower right over there, and we could go in it. Ooh, that does seem tempting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just take, a, just take a shower. Then you can go back to your friend. When guys are that charming, I bet, and especially in the, what, 80s, 90s, you could just, you could just, that could be an opening line. Let's go take a shower, I feel like. Nowadays, I don't think so. If you were to go to a girl at a bar, you want to get out of here and take a shower? I feel like that's aggressive. But also, I'm not in the pool. I don't know what's being said and discussed and exchanged. Maybe that's, I feel like, do you want to take a shower? Is a, is that's throwing a hail mary on first down? You got to run a couple plays. Your opener shouldn't be shower. That should be like the headliner, and maybe even three, four dates down the line, at least, right? But I don't. Again, I combat that with if you're if you're in the zone, you're in the zone, auto zone. <laughs> Get in the zone, auto zone. Um, what else? What else? Babies. Gosh, my wife and I, we go back and forth. I need some I need some, uh, some insight. There's only so many cute babies I can see uh, to where I don't think that, to where I think that that's what I want. <laughs> We're good? We have a dog named Pickles. She's not, she's not our kid. She feels like our kid. Some guy in our building the other day. Pickles is a very pettable pup, right? 10 pounds, sweet as can be. Looks like a Muppet. Put a picture of her up right there. Come on, who doesn't want to pet that dog? Come on. People sometimes overstep their boundaries. Guy new in the building. Don't know his name yet. Always try to chum up the new person in the building. I tried to do that actually a few days ago. And the guy was like, I've been here for nine years. I was like, I've never seen you. Go outside more. Hey, go outside more. But also, you know, everyone's ships in the night. Elevator at the uh, at the spot is comes and goes, and everyone's leaving at their own times. And you know, some we might have missed a thousand times by a couple minutes. So, guys out front, 
walking into the building. Pickles is going down on herself, which she does a lot. No judgment. If I could reach it, I'd do it too. It looks like a lot of fun. She looks. She must have the flavor of the week. Who sang that song? She's just the flavor of the week. I think it's not UTI. STI. SoFi. Flavor. Do you mind looking it up, Jess? It's like flavor. Uh, not some forty-one. American Hi-Fi. You're just the flavor of the week. I think that's what it is. And so they uh, they knew what was up. Pickles knows what's up. I don't know if she tastes like root beer floats or orange chicken, but she's going to town on her vagina a lot. And this guy walks by and goes, verbatim, I'll have what she's having. And I was like, dog pussy? Is that what you want? Hey, what? <laughs> he kept walking. He didn't stop for a follow-up. But it's that type of shit that you go, Maybe just think it in your head next time. Don't say it out loud. Take that thought to the grave next time. And don't say it out loud. Because sometimes we say stuff that makes us seem all weird to strangers in the world. We come off as psychos. So I, uh, I don't know, babies. Yay, nay. I have friends that love it, and I have friends that are like, what am I doing? But I think that's kids in general, right? I can't imagine raising a kid in 2023 or 2024. Maybe 2028. Maybe 2028. Maybe 2026. I don't know. When Brad Williams did the podcast with me, that felt like my kid. Sometimes Brad and I would be in an elevator. Brad, again, four foot four. Put up a picture of Brad right there. Great comic. Go see him on tour. And Brad and I would be in an elevator and I'd go, uh, I'm so proud of you, son. He goes, I love you, dad. And people were like, what the fuck? And then he'd, Brad would be like, dad, why do I have a full beard? <laughs> oh, you're just developed, son. You're overly developed. But I'm four foot four and I'm 30. Yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't create the, I didn't create dwarfism. I, you, know, you know, and then you just, by that point, people have walked out. Because they, uh, they can't stand the heat. Brad, man, so funny. This episode of Something's Burning that Brad and I did, I think they said it comes out not until January, but wow. We laughed a lot. We got pretty stony because Bert shaving, uh, shaving the weight. Hidden drink for 70 days, I think, when I saw him, and he looked good, man. You know? It matters. You got to take, take breaks. Everything in moderation. Who said that? I did. Tony Danza. Speaking of moderation, how about a quick shower? Um. All right. Well, the tour dates are uh, are all over. You know what to do. AdamRayComedy.com. Again, DC Improv, Mike Drop Comedy Club. Potentially a New Year's gig. I don't want to say where, but it rhymes with Boston, Texas, and um, and I'll just leave it at that. Doctor Phil Live, November twenty first at the Comedy Store Main Room. Tickets at thecomedystore.com. And I'll be on the road with Sal Volcano, November fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth. No, November 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th. Go to uh, com for those tickets. And uh, and be good to yourself and have a great week. You know, it's a lot to, a lot to be alive for. Um, special announcement, too, coming. I think we're going to have some uh, Dr. Phil shirts with We'll Be Right Back, and we'll keep it right here on the back coming out soon. <laughs> until he fucking, until he gets upset, 
I got to meet him. I think that's next. I got to let him know that it's all a big goof and that's all for shits and giggles. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but having a good time. Having a good time on the road. Come out and see me. Putting the new hour together. Cutting the special right now, too, that we shot in uh, Madison, Wisconsin at Comedy on State. You know, that is that is a lot. Because putting the special together, man, I envy people that do this. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, but, man, it's, it's work and it uh, takes a lot of your... Got to be diligent and uh, and not overly precious. But you know, you want I want I'm I'm proud of it. It looks and sounds amazing, and the the show itself, I think we really got a good one between a few shows. Um, so stay tuned on that. Hopefully, have that out before the end of the year, if not the first of the year. A lot of variables to uh, to figure out on that front, but um, the product speaks for itself, and I hope people dig it. I think you will. Still got to figure out a title. If you guys have any title ideas for the special, even though you haven't seen it. Based on just me and what I do and what I say, maybe you can come up with something. We'll be right back. Could be cool. Could be cool. I don't know if that's patented. Like and subscribe, I was thinking, for the bits I do about my nephew. Thanks, Mom was the title we were thinking of. Too soon. Harlan Williams and I joke around a lot. Oh, too soon, buddy. If I even just say a joke about, like, man, I'm going to go take a piss real quick. Too soon. Like, in places where it doesn't really add up. So that could be funny. But that also maybe feels like a little too clickbaity. People will be like, oh, is it? What's he going to talk about that's too soon? But then maybe they realize it's not that. But you got to keep in mind you're introducing yourself with this special to a lot of people that haven't seen you. So if it's too soon and they don't know me, they're going to be like, fuck this guy. Oh, he thinks he's going to talk about stuff. You know, you don't want to go in, give them a reason to go in being uh, apprehensive, you know, with negative connotations. So um, right in the new hour, though, man, that's a lot. Respect for people to just pump it out quickly. It takes time, though. A lot of things I'm thinking about. A lot of things I'm taking to the stage. Um, fun stuff. Darker stuff. There's some stuff i just not ready to jump into yet. I don't know. He, just because I got some of these family members, you know, around. And I don't want... I know they're going to see it. And I just don't want to fuck their shit up. But at some point, I'm going to have to dig into the well of the life experiences that you've given me. Family. Um, but I'm pumped. It's, it's, uh, it's you know... A, a, a weird existence to to be building something out of nothing and just and be throwing darts every night but and then some nights having it you know where you're truly like fuck what am i doing but everyone goes through it which is why it's so cool it's why Chappelle, kevin art burr burt they all still hit the fucking clubs to build the hour up so um so come out to shows in la uh all this week doing shows and then uh and then, like I said, back on the road for November, December, and a bunch of dates stacking up already for 2024. So I can't wait. We're going, uh, we're going all over, um, and to a lot of new places too. So cannot wait. All right. Hope you guys had a good time. Subscribe. Hit me up on Instagram, TikTok, Adam Ray Comedy, and uh, be good to yourself. Enjoy your week. We'll see you next Monday. Good night, everybody. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.